Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to Prismatic Guard on the Weekly RPGs Network. I am your host, Eli Royal, philanthropist, billionaire, playboy, inventor, god of thunder, super soldier. And I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Abby and I play Flint and you're at least three of those things. I'm Jason and I play Rovarth and there's no way you're all the Avengers. I'm upset. You should not introduce yourself that way. Ugh. Too many things. I'm Ashley and I play Margot Yabat. And this episode is brought to you by... Metallic Dice Games. They make some amazing dice. The name implies they make metal dice. Personally, I have a set of their gold-plated and purple enamel set. Um, so the edges and numbers of the dice are gold-plated, and the uh, faces are a purple enamel. They're very, very pretty, and I love them. Um, but I also just recently, see if I can get one out of my bag here, because I also got a set of their uh, silicone rubber dice. They bounce. They bounce a lot more than I thought they would, and it's very fun. <laughs> now, <laughs> if um, you or your players are the kind of people that uh, hurl your dice, maybe not the best... <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't hurt people if they decided to hurl their dice, so there is that, at least. Well, I mean more, um, because I've played, and I'm sure people listening have played with people who uh, seem to think if they if they roll their dice with as much force as possible, then they'll roll better. And they're just fun. Um, I, I think I like them more for the novelty than actually rolling them, but sometimes having novelty dice is just fun. And if you go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you will get 10% off your entire order. Um, we are also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. Um, Ashley doesn't have any Found Familiar Coffee because she hates me and doesn't want me to be happy. I want to punch you in the face. I'm broke right now. See? See, internet? This this is how she treats me. You know what? I bought you dinner and a bunch of food today. Yeah, but it wasn't found familiar coffee, was I it? I know. <laughs> it was it was it was sadly peasant coffee from the store. Oh I'm no, am I having to go am I gonna have to deal with a friend divorce? No, I can't. No, don't do this to me. No, we're not having a friend divorce. Just a fight. It's fine. <laughs> That's what they all say. I know. <laughs> I, I don't remember agreeing to that. Oh. Um. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> don't make me cry. Um, I'll do what I want. Oh. And if you don't want to make Ashley cry, then you need to go to foundfamiliar.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off your entire order. And it's dope-ass coffee. It's really good coffee. As someone that's not a coffee person, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and in our last episode, you all uh, discovered some worthwhile information Primarily, you discovered that um, the Prismatic Guard, as you understood them, 
was not the prismatic guard. Um, and in fact, the version of the prismatic guard that Roscoe belonged to was in reality a uh, extremist splinter cell of the order. It was a cult, I called it. You did call it. <laughs> I'd be so proud. I love it so much. Like, <laughs> listen, this whole the whole situation kind of sucked, but like at the same time, I got cult vibes from that shit from the beginning. <laughs> and you are also now under the impression that Roscoe was killed by this cult because he refused to give up the Barone shield. Um, and this cult wants to release Ashku from the cage under the absolutely ridiculous belief that the only way to save the world is to have a battle between Barone and Ashku raise everything to the ground and rebuild it. Um, and you all also got a pretty good or pretty helpful map I guess as helpful as any map in this situation is going to be on where the dragon's graveyard might be. Now, whether it is the dragon's graveyard or a dragon's graveyard, a uh, very different question. That was a bird. He's upset. He is. He does not like the ambiguity. As you all traveled up the mountain. None of you were so much caught off guard as uh, the attackers were far enough away as to be able to hurl a boulder at your party without you really noticing it. Yeah. Oh boy, boulder time. Yes. And three frost giants uh, let over a ravine to engage your party in combat. And we have already rolled initiative, which means we're going to go ahead and start this episode right the fuck into some combat. Yes. Fuck yeah. Now, with a minus one initiative bonus, the Giants got a 19. I hate them. Rude, but yes. fair. Also rude. Um, and these giants have, uh, they're, they're mostly wearing, like, leather armor, but they do have some, uh, large animal bones, but you also see some, like, almost chitin, um, of some sort of blue insect. Hmm. Um, and the frost giants are blue-skinned, uh, they're probably about 18 feet tall. Damn. All right. So um, I'm kind of like an insect to them. Noted. Yes. Which is why their first attack is going to be against Kuzma. Well, that is a 14 and a 16 respectively to hit Kuzma, and that will fail. Uh, so the first giant leaps over and immediately pulls a great axe off of his back. Um, this thing's probably nine feet long. Uh, and he takes two swings at Kuzma, who I wouldn't say deftly dodges out of the way, but he does dodge out of the way. He's trying. He's trying his best. He takes two swings uh, and is hit with one of them. Kuzma, oh good, Kuzma only takes 16 slashing damage. Dang, remember that when that was like a big deal? Damage like that? Well, he did roll two ones. And yeah. the next one will take two swings at Kuzma. Uh, and only one of them hits. Kuzma's doing a pretty good job of like diving out of the way and bringing his shield up. Um, but he is hit for so 22 damage. 
So two out of six attacks hit, and Kuzma was dealt a grand total of 38 damage. God. That is about a fifth of his hit points. Him strong boy. Yep. And now it is Robart's turn. I am going to Eldritch Blast the Giants. We're okay. trying to. Um, I would say that you're not in immediate melee range with them. I would hope not. So um, well, I mean, when you guys are traveling, you're a little bit more grouped up than you would be prepared for a fight. Yeah. All right, let's see how this goes. Gotta do some math here. Oh, no. Uh, 9 plus 2 is 11, so that's 21. 21 hits. Uh, yeah, more than 21. And how many do I get? 14, no, 3. Sorry, one more attack. It's been a while. Uh, and that is 18. 18 will hit. Okay. So let's do my metallic dice dice. 23 points of force damage. And then I dodge. And move to Kuzma. Alright. Move to go back him up. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, I mean, 23 damage hurt. Uh, Flint. Uh, so I'm gonna cast Scorching Ray at the two giants. Like, uh... There are three giants. Okay, at the... At the three giants. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool, so that's six rays in total. So I roll for each of those. <laughs> um, yes, let's go ahead. How did you want to split those rays up? Uh, um, two for each, really. Two for each. Okay, um, here's what we'll do. Roll two 20s. Like, we'll, we'll basically go giant A, B, and C. So roll two attacks against giant A, um, and then you'll, if you hit, you'll roll damage. Okay. Uh, first attack is a 24, the second one's a 20. Those both hit, so go ahead and roll uh, damage for two rays. Oh, drop my notebook. In total, that's 20 damage. Alright, go ahead and do the same thing on the next one. First ray is a 16, second one is a 23. Both hit. 11 total damage. Alright, and giant C. Um, first ray, 17. Hold on. I had to re-roll one of these, and that's a natural 20. Uh, yeah, sorry, the die initially landed cock- cocked, so I was like, I can't. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, Alright, so go ahead and roll... I mean, just go ahead and roll your damage. One of them's a critical hit. Both of them hit. Okay, um, remind me the critical critical hit rolls. Do we double damage? Uh, you double only the dice damage. Okay. Um, so on, so it does, what, 2d6 per ray normally? Yep. Alright, so you would, instead of rolling 4d6 and adding it together, you're going to be rolling 6d6 and adding it together. Okay. Well, three of those were ones, so that's 15 total damage. Ugh. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be so great. Then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. And that ends my turn. Da-da. Margo. Well, I'm going to attack him with the sword. Um, uh, uh, which? But one? I was going to, well, I was getting ready to ask, which one appears oh, to me to have, actually, first I'm going to challenge one. Which one appears to me to be the most uh, hurt? Most hurt. Um, one of them, so all three were just hit with some of Flint's uh, scorching rays, uh, which I imagine are uh, uh, like Flint just hurling those uh, pop rock things. Hmm. Um, um, it looks like it looks like he has like a little nerf gun. He's just taking shots at him. Yeah, um, so all of them have been hit with that, but one of them was also hit with a two or three of uh, Rovarth's Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Um, Are they within range for me to attack? Yes, yes, you can move. They they have engaged your party in melee combat. 
Okay, perfect. So I'm going to challenge the one that was attacked by Rovarth and by um, Flint. Okay. Uh, so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah, wisdom saving throw of, I think it's 16. Um, yeah, well, 16. he only has a plus three to wisdom saving throws and he rolled a nine. Good. So, um, he so he's challenged. challenged now and I'm going to attach attack him with my my scimitar. Okay. Um, have you changed the uh, magic of your scimitar? Uh, mine's fire. I don't imagine she would have changed it from fire. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, oh, and I will say something all of you definitely noticed is they didn't seem to take any extra damage from the fire, so they're not, like, vulnerable to fire. Okay. Uh, it still hurt like hell, but it wasn't like an extra thing. Yeah. Um, so that's a 19. That hits. 11 damage. All right. And I get to do it again. Uh, so that was 11 damage with your uh, 1d6 plus, what is it, 7 plus 2d6? Yeah. All right. I was just making sure. Infuriating. <laughs> Um, so, but I got a, um, 23 to hit. That hits. 20 damage. And I can only, like, it's just attacking twice, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, that's all for that turn, then. All right. It is now Kuzma's turn, and he's a little pissed off. Uh, that shit. Hurt. He is not going to attack the Mar the one that Margot has challenged because we established he's been in a few fights with you guys, and does not want to risk Margot's challenge going away. So instead, he is going to attack one of these other ones three times. Jesus, yes. <laughs> uh, well, that's a critical it's failure. Great. A thirteen. Aww. And a 29. Poor dude. Uh, he's still a little rattled. So Kuzma, with his titanium greatsword in one hand and his shield in the other, takes a couple swings. Um, uh, hits on one of them and deals 16 damage. Uh, and it is now these giants' turn. Uh, the one that you guys have been hitting uh, is real fucked up, and he's real pissed off. So he's going to make two great axe attacks on Marco. Mm, dodge. Uh, and that is a 20 and a 25 to hit you. I mean, it hits. Did dodging do anything or not? Nah? You can't dodge as a bonus action. Oh, I can't. I thought that I could. That's a re oh, oh, that's a reaction. Right, but you. I didn't hear you say that you were dodging when I said he was attacking you. Yeah, I said it before you. Then I will re-roll the higher one. Uh, he still hit you. Oh, sad day. Oh well. It was because uh, he rolled higher on the other one. That's um, fine. Do you have anything you can do that can lower? damage? Because if not, I'm just going to roll everything all at once. Uh, the only thing I have is bolt cutter, but it would have had to been the reaction that I used, so no. Yes. Okay. Alright. I do have cold resistance and lightning resistance, but that's he's, it. He's not so. dealing cold damage. He's just hitting me with a giant-ass great axe. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Then there's nothing. Okay. Uh... I don't like this. 9 plus 9 is 38, plus 9 is 47, plus 6 is 53, plus 6 is 59 damage. I hate you. Oh, that's mean. You said 58? 59. 59. Yes. Oh, my that God. hurt a lot. Warm, it would have been nice. Yeah, um, well, um... So, Margo, you challenged this guy, and he... He says something. Um, none of you speak giant. So you have no idea what the fuck he said. 
That sucks. Uh, but he proceeds to, he twirls this nine foot long great axe in his hand before taking it in two hands and he brings it down twice. He doesn't hit you with them, but it's just the matter of this axe that the blade is bigger than you are slamming into the ground right next to you. Yeah. Rovarth, can't, uh, what's his face, um, understand all languages? Um, the yes. Do you think you can ask him what it said? I mean, I will on my turn. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Like on on your turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Yay. And then, uh, giant frost giant B, uh, this other guy, uh, this other girl. She goes, uh, says something in giant and, uh, points at Rovar, and then proceeds to move over a few steps and take some swings at Flint. Oh no. Alright, that is a 12 to hit and a 20 to hit. Uh, the 12 misses, the 20 hits, and also, um, once you're done rolling damage, can I Hell's Rebuke? Uh, you most certainly can. Um... He fa- she failed to save, so go ahead and roll damage, and just tell me after we resolve uh, the hit. Okay. Uh, 25 slashing damage. Ow. Good. Uh, and Good. how much fire damage do you deal? Uh, one second. So I believe it is 3d10. Uh, 17. 17. Did not care for that. And the last one with disadvantage will attack Rovar. Uh, that is a miss, and that is a twenty-four to hit. Um, yes. Go ahead and roll damage on that great act. Twenty slashing damage. Okay. Um, and it is now Rovar's turn. Uh, I will ask the stone to translate. The giant for me. Um, specifically, I'm interested in what the female giant said when she pointed to me, and then I will attack the female giant who attacked Flint. Okay. Um, the stone translates and says that the first giant that attacked Margot basically just called her a slur. Mm-hmm. Um, and the woman, she told the one that attacked you, kill that spellcaster, I'll kill this one. Okay. I will yell at Margot. She said you were a punk bitch, or he said you were a punk bitch. Oh, hell no. And then All I'm right, going to make my attack. It's going down for real now. Uh, which... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Margot was just playing before. Margot flips him the bird. Which I'm assuming we're too close for an area of effect to not hurt my friends. Um, You would be able to get... Uh, giant B and A mm-hmm. in an attack, or giant B and C in an attack, because you could kind of like place the point of origin for the area of effect. Okay. Uh, behind them. Okay. Uh, I will do flame strike, and I will focus it so that way it hits the giant that was attacking Flint, and okay. whatever other one happens to be it. caught. Uh, um, I mean, it depends on where you want to put it. You could hit. Uh, basically hit two out of three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, no matter, what I'm saying is I definitely want to get the one that was attacking Flint and then just pick whatever other one because I don't... doesn't matter to me. Cool. All right, so they have to make a dexterity save. Yes. With their minus one to dexterity saves. Good. Uh, they both fail. Okay. One was a ten and the other was a three. All right, so they will take... 46 fire and 46 radiant. And because it's a saving throw, I don't have to worry about being a disadvantage. It it caught me for a second. I thought you had already rolled damage. I didn't. So instead of hearing 4d6, I thought you said 4t6. Oh god, no. I was like, Jesus goddamn <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Uh, it is technically, but I'd have to roll really high. May the dice gods ever be in your favor. Well, close. 38. 
38 mm-hmm. total damage. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's what they get. Making what? fun of us. All right. I want to dodge. 36 Enter. total, and you dodge. 36 total damage. And let's see if the one that is really badly hurt can resist this thing, and they cannot. Because with a plus three, they only got a 12. on. Oh, and they have disadvantage. Let's see if they got worse. They didn't. Because every time the target of your challenge takes damage from someone other than you, they get a free reroll. But because you have the indomitable feat, they have disadvantage. So he did nothing. Ha ha. Yes. Yes. Uh, Flint. Okay, it's my turn. So this uh, one that hit uh, that's in my business... Uh-huh. I don't like that. Uh, so I'm gonna um, cure wounds. I mean, not inflict wounds. <laughs> I'm gonna cure wounds her. Okay, so you take no, a no, couple no, no. steps forward. Yep. And make your uh, spell attack. 24. Yes. Yes, that hits. Uh, 30. So that's 7d10 damage. Is there anything else you can do? Um, I'm gonna use the Wand of Healing Word to heal Margo. And I said that was a bonus action to use the wand, right? Yep. Okay. How many charges are you using? Three. So that's 3d4 plus six. Fifteen. Yep, so Margo heals fifteen. Yes, thank you. Welcome. You said fifteen? Yep. Perfect. And it is now Margo's turn. All right, so he's still challenged, correct? Yes. All right, cool. So I'm going after him again, and I'm just going to roll both my d20s at the same time. Before you roll anything. Oh, okay. uh, Because I was just thinking about this. When that giant hit you, did you have the damage that he dealt? No. Why? Oh. Because you were dealt half damage from the bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing damage. That's right, because he's my challenged. Um, how much? Yeah, so instead of instead of fifty nine, it would have been twenty nine minus so. fifteen. So you should have only been you're only at like fourteen damage right now. Yeah, I have one hundred and twelve hit points. Dope. That's nice. All right. Um, but. Should I re-roll? No, no, you're okay. fine. I just wanted to address that before you rolled damage. No, I, thanks. I appreciate that. So I got... Jesus Christ, I rolled so bad. Um, 14 <laughs> and 18. 14 and 18. Uh, 18 hits. 11 damage. 11 damage. <sighs> yeah. That's all for my turn. Um, Kuzma sees how very badly hurt this first giant is so he's going to go ahead and take three swings at him regardless of his challenge status all but one hits so two out of three will hit let's just roll all that damage at once 26 total damage alright so uh, Margo you have been absolutely wrecking shit on this giant that you challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been kind of like hacking at his legs and stabbing and, and, and stuff like that. And kind of like, you know, he'll take a swing at you and you leap off one leg to stab into the knee of the other. Cause that's really all you can reach. Yeah. And Kuzma comes running up and he swings once and mostly just buries the great sword in the leather armor on his leg and then pull swings over his head, pulls again, and slashes right across the back of the knee of this oh, giant. Noise. And it takes the knee and does that thing, you know, falls down, catches itself on his hand, and Kuzma jumps up with this great sword and buries it deep into this giant's neck with a slash. Oh, noise. And Kuzma is hanging there for a second and then just jerks his body to land. And jump to the side as the giant falls into the snow, bleeding to death. And Kuzma is just covered in giant blood. I'm just going to yell at it. What you get for making fun of people? Thanks, Kuzma. 
My pleasure. Uh, that giant is dead. Um, the next giant is real fucking pissed off. Uh, so she is going to do a dumb thing and take two swings at Flint. And that will hit both times because that is a 23 and a 25. Who's she saying that? Flint. Me. God. Flint hurt her real fucking bad. She I mean, so her. did Rovard. Rovard hurt her real bad too, but Flint's right here. Mm. But she only does 39 damage. I mean, that still kind of hurts, but at the same time, eh, that could yeah. be a lot worse, I imagine. Uh, yes. Because she rolled very poorly. Uh, to let you guys a little behind the screen, a Frost Giant's axe deals 3d12 plus 6 damage. God. They, she was rolling like I am tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she will risk an opportunity attack from Flint. And she has to make a strength check regardless of that. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's athletics. That's, yeah, that's acceptable. Um, Flint, go ahead and make an opportunity attack. I'm going to hit her with an acid splash. I don't think that you can do that. Yeah, I think you have One to melee attack. Uh, be a melee attack. Oh, okay, then Shocking Grasp? That's, that's melee, it's that's a, touch. It's a melee spell attack, so. 14? 14 does not hit. Well, damn, well, I tried. Um, yeah, she takes her swings at you and then leaps. Um, she doesn't really get much of a head start, but she leaps across this... Uh, crevice, uh, which is about 20 feet, and just barely makes it onto the other side, and says something in giant to the other one. Uh, and the other one gets his, uh, will take the disengage action and attempt to follow her. Uh, the main of stone translates to you, Roar, that she said, this isn't worth it, we gotta go. <laughs> He also barely makes it across. Because they're so tall, it's really not hard for them to leap 20 feet. Even standing leap isn't really that hard. Um, And they have a plus 9 to athletics, and that's what makes it not that hard. But they both rolled below a 7. So they made it, but just barely. Dummies. Uh, Mm. And Rovarth, it is your turn. Do I know if frost giants speak common or can speak common? Um, make a history check. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you know that like any intelligent species, they could understand common, but most giants don't interact with the small folk enough to learn it. Okay, so if I spoke in common, they'd understand me, but they wouldn't speak it back. They might understand you. Okay. Um, or what I mean is that it's possible for them to know it. Got but it's not it. likely. Got it. Okay. In that case, I will cast tongues on myself, which will... Hold on. Let me make sure that this is correct. Ah, yes. This does work. Okay. So I'm going to cast tongues on myself, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to... That's my action. And then as my turn, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, both to my friends first they're in retreat leave them alone and then I'm going to say to the giants don't try that again I won't be so nice next time and that's my whole turn alrighty uh, Flint uh, I'm going to use three charges of the healing word on Kuzma um, Kuzma's at 135 of 173 right oh. now he's, he's doing okay Okay, I I thought we were hurt worse than that. No. No, they actually barely hit you guys. Yeah, they didn't really do a lot of damage. Okay, well then um I'm just going to uh just make sure the the what we're on is still sound. Wait, we're just on a ravine. Yeah, I mean you're 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 like 
15 feet away from the edge of this ravine. Okay, then that's it. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, Margo. Can I shoot a bow and arrow at them? You most certainly can. I want to do it. Because they made me mad. 17. The other one is um, 27. All right. Which of the giants are you attacking? The guy. Okay. Because he was mean. Um, both of those hit. Good. One is seven and one is five for damage. So 12 total damage. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's all for my turn. All right. Uh, Kuzma is going to follow Margo's lead and half-heartedly throw a javelin. Uh, or more specifically, throw three javelins. And all three of them hits. Uh, all right. Well, he deals twenty nine total damage to the uh, one that Marco attacked. Well. Uh. Well. So, javelins are range on javelins. Ooh. No. I need to re-roll that because he had disadvantage. One of them did not hit because they are at long range for his. For the javelin. Yeah, they're more than forty. They're more than thirty feet away. And Rovarth, you pissed off this woman by saying what you said. Um, so she is going to hurl a rocket. Okay. Now, I didn't hear you say that you took the dodge action because but I, I didn't trust you if you told me. Okay. I was about to say I would trust you if you told me you did, and that behavior is exactly why. Um, however, she did get a critical hit. Okay. Jesus. So, let me roll one, two. This is what I get for trying to be nice. Ah, shit. I'm never nice to the enemy. Well, I shouldn't say that. I am sometimes. Well, it's not a lot. That'll be 54 damage. Yeah, that sounds right. As you guys do the stuff you're doing, um, presumably more to like make them less inclined to come back. And this woman, keeping herself about 60 feet away from you guys, picks up this boulder and just hurls it and hits Rovarth with it. Uh, she did about half my health and damage, just for reference. Uh, basically, the boulder hits Rovarth, buries him in the snow, and bounces off. Uh, and the next one is going to throw a boulder at Kuzma. Is he still challenged? No, he disengaged. He's not challenged anymore. No, you killed the one who was challenged. Oh, I did. Oh, no, wait. Kuzma killed that one. Yeah, never mind. Um, but he got a natural one. So he goes to throw a boulder, and it just hits the side of the uh, 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 ravine or crevice or whatever you want to call it that him, you guys are on. Him failed. <laughs> He did. Um, but now it's Rovarth's turn. How far away is this woman from me? Um, she is precisely 60 feet. Uh, I don't think I can move that fast. Yeah, because doesn't my flight the same as my regular speed, so it's still only 30? Yes. Okay. Um, darn, I can't do what I wanted to do. Then I will Eldritch Blaster. All right. I was going to try and steal her health, but I can't do that. So, too far away. That is 15 plus 12 to hit. Hit. Uh, that is 9 plus 12 to hit. And 15 to hit. Hit. Okay, cool. Uh, 18 plus 6 is 24 plus 12, 12 is 36. Jesus Christ. Well, I get plus four on all three beams. <laughs> hey, I I know your math is right. That doesn't make it less <laughs> horrifying. Uh, Flint, it's your turn. I'm going to cure wounds on Rovarth because, oh my god. Oh, and I'm going to try and dodge out of the way. I don't know if I said that quickly enough. Uh, well, it's not their turn, so I'll let it go. All right, cure wounds on Rovarth. 34. 
Oh, thank God. I have doubled my hit points now. <laughs> Ooh, 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, is there anything else Flint wanted to do? I'm going to use two charges of the Wand of Healing Ward 2. Can I do that? Yeah. Oh, that's sad damage. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be uh, seven healing in total. Thank you very much. Uh, Margo, they are still within shortbow range. We doing it again. I don't know if that one's going to hit 16 and let's see here. 23. Both hit. 15 total. 15 total damage. Well, that still fucking hurts. All right. And Kuzma, disadvantage on these attacks with his uh, javelins. He hits. So he will still deal 2d6 plus 10 damage. Eh, it's only 15. But he's attacking the same one. Margo attacks. So this guy's getting real fucking fucked up. Good. So, on because it is now her turn again, this uh, the this presumably leader of these raiders uh, moves back another forty feet and will roll with disadvantage to hit Rovarth. Um, and that will be a twenty-five. Yeah, that hits. Well, the good news is she didn't crit, so I'm only rolling four d10. Uh, so 25 damage. Okay. And the other one does the same and will roll with disadvantage to hit Kuzma. Uh, and fail to hit Kuzma. Flint, your passive insight is like insane, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Da da da. Yeah, my passive insight's 16 if I'm doing this right. Yeah, um,. They're not going to keep fighting you guys. They're clearly running away. Oh, good. Uh, oh, you good. have hurt them so fucking badly. I turn to everyone else and say, hey, hey, stop it. They're running away. Like, let's not get another boulder thrown at us. Well, the thing is, is that it looked like they were like, oh, we'll, we'll just hang back here and throw rocks. And then you guys continue to wreck their ship. Yep. And they went, nah, I don't need to be a part of this. This is a mistake. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys uh, have defeated these giants. I wouldn't say handily, but you did defeat them. Yeah, ow. Uh, My dice were mean. Ashley, I'm sorry, but your dice are mean to you a lot. Yeah, but they were real mean tonight. <laughs> I was surprised. And I'm everybody sorry, got to see how dangerous your orc grandpa is. Yes! No, I knew. It's so amazing. Also, Ashley, you say your dice are mean to you, like, all the time. Like, extra mean. Like, you're constantly like, I'm putting this one dice jail. I yeah. know. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, you all continue to travel up the mountain. Um, go ahead and give the... Uh, you... Go ahead and give me another... Uh, or give me a survival check. Someone. And actually... I have survival. I was about to say, Kuzma has a plus six to survive. Oh, go ahead. He needs to roll. I don't have All that right. high. Uh, do you want to help him? Yes. I will gladly help him. He will get uh, advantage on that roll. Oh, excellent. Um, He rolled a 21. Wow. So wow. with a 21, what I will say is that Kuzma leading the way and uh, following this map, kind of figuring that stuff out. I will say that Kuzma is able to hear the avalanche before it happens. Oh, God. Which means all of you, and you have not had the chance to take a long rest. <sighs> okay. Um, so I need everyone to make some... A, a safe. You tell me how you are going to weather this avalanche, and I will tell you which save to roll. Regardless, you are going to roll it with advantage because of Kuzma. Uh, let's start with Flint. Can I kind of uh, can I get close to the to like to the side of the mountain so I don't 
get caught up too badly in it. Sure, go ahead and roll dexterity. And I'll just tell you guys right now, it is a DC 17, so you can tell me whether you passed or failed to it in a minute. Um, Robarth. I'm going to try and basically make a pocket of snow that I can basically brace for impact with. Okay, um, roll strength. Okay. And Margo. I'm going to get up next to the mountain, too. Okay. Roll dexterity. Um, Kuzma doesn't really... He's too big to really use the mountain for protection, so he does a... He basically does what Rovarth did, except he buries his greatsword into this permafrost on the mountain and holds his shield in front of it, uh, trying kind of use his shield and sword to brace himself against it. Um, Kuzma got a 19 strength save. What did Margo get on her dex save? I got a 30 because I got a natural 20. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, what did Rovarth get? Did you DC 17? I got, I failed. I got a 12. Um, all right. And Flint. I got a 16. 16. Okay, Flint also failed. Um, before I roll the damage for everyone, um, Flint, you will take one level of exhaustion, and Rovarth, you will take two levels of exhaustion. These old bones, they can't handle it. Um, basically what happens, Rovarth, you try to do that, and you end up just slamming into Kuzma. Oof. And Flint, you're trying to use the mountain as cover, and uh, you lean out when uh, Rovarth is swept up, and you get pulled with it. And, uh, Kuzma sees you and basically uses one arm to just grab you uh, to keep you from being swept off the mountain. Uh, that'll be 26 damage to Flint and Rovarth, and only 13 damage to Kuzma and uh, Marga. Okay. Um, but the as most avalanches, it only lasts 40 seconds. Real quick. Um, and you all manage to pull yourselves out of the snow. Rovarth and Flint, you are exhausted. You're tired. <laughs> you hurt. That hurts. Also, uh, fun fact, my hit points right now are 6-9. Nice. Nice. Now, Kuzma says that uh, it. I know we have another looks at the sun, uh, which is hard to see through the snow. Or not through the snow, but through the cloud cover. Because um, you guys are pretty close to the cloud line at this point. Uh, oh, and he says, uh, uh, we have another hour before sundown, but we need to rest. Agreed. As Rovarth is wheezing. Yeah, Rovarth, it hurts so fucking bad. Uh, Flint just holds up a th hold, holds up a thumbs up, like yeah, yeah, that hurts. Um, so you you guys basically just carve into the snow, um, because it like Kuz having Kuzma around has been helpful because you know another fighter, especially a frontline fighter, is helpful, but. In these situations, the fact that Kuzma comes from uh, a this climate um, makes it so much better because he can be like, "Hey, let's bur we've got ten feet of snow right here. Let's burrow in a little bit. You know, take your gloves off, rub your hands on the walls of what we're making. It'll freeze pretty quickly into ice and be real solid." And then it'll be pretty warm and toasty inside of this little, you know, snow cave we make. Mm -hmm. uh, because for our listeners, snow is always 32 degrees Fahrenheit or zero degrees Celsius, period. So no matter how cold it gets outside, if you make a little thing inside with snow, your body heat will actually, it, uh, small caverns inside of snow banks, you can get up to 70 degrees no you'd be learning sir didn't learn no you'd be learning survival skills from a D, &D podcast ayo 
So, uh, you guys rest, presumably for the full eight hours. Did you want to take some uh, 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 watches? Why, yes. We are in the mountains. Um, I can take uh, the first watch so people can get some sleeps. All right. Just taking second watch. I can take second. All right. Third. I guess that'll be me. All right. And Kuzma will bring up the rear. And let me make a roll. All right. You are unaccosted through the night. Um, but yeah, you guys go along your merry way. I have a rules question. Yes. How many levels of exhaustion do you lose when you take a full long rest? One. One. I wasn't sure. So you still have uh, disadvantage on ability checks. Okay, thank you. Uh, and so basically you have disadvantage on all skill rolls and initiative. And initiative, okay. All right. And uh, you guys continue on your way. Kuzma will make another survival check. I assist. All right. Uh, he got a 19. So he is confident that you all are going a good way. And you all come across uh, near the peak. Uh, there is a, I say near the peak, um, about where Kuzma believes this map leads, you find a cave entrance in some, it's like the stalagmites and stalactites are coming, have, have been growing together along this cave entrance, but there is a spot big enough for you guys to get into. Hmm. Um, and Margot, as you look at it, because your passive perception is so high, this rock, this cave entrance, it looks like you guys are about to walk into the skull of a dragon. Those stalagmites and stalactites look more like teeth. So we're about to walk into a dra like a dragon skeleton, basically. That's what it looks like. Okay. I want to point that out to everyone. That is cool as fuck and also terrifying. Sounds like it's the right place. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like we're probably at the graveyard, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's um, a dead dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't your, what, what didn't, your uh, passive investigation? So like your investigation skill plus 10. 20. 20. You can see that, like, you start really looking at it, and Margo's right. These are bones. This is a skull. But it's fossilized, um, which actually Flint would not have a word for, uh, because fossils have yet to be discovered on Ildar. We got, Flint's we like, got petrified. Uh, uh. Yeah, it Flint's looks like... like a petrified skeleton, or the, a skull, kind of like in the mountain. You guys, we just discovered the first fossils, like out like out of character. It's like That's back cool. in the day when we had that city of stone. It's kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Not that far off. Flint's just like having a minor geek meltdown. This is so cool. Like, it's, it's like this place has been petrified, except I don't think it's been done by magic. I don't... He's just kind of patting the wall with his hands. Oh, so, I mean, are you guys going into this, quote, cave? I mean, yeah, it's just bones. I so. will be stealthing into the cave. All right. Um, is everyone going to be stealthing? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. With his plus one, Kuzma got a 12 to stealth. What did Rovarth get? Uh, Rovarth got a five plus my deck score, so seven. All right, and Flint. Flint's got an 18. 18. Uh, Margo. 29. 29. Jesus Christ. All right, well, Flint and Margo are doing fine. Rovarth and Kuzma are both clang, jingle, clang, jing, jingle, clang, clang. It's entirely because the exhausted, too, because I rolled an 18 on my first time. Yeah. You, you just trip as you try to climb into the cave. And just hit the ground. 
There's a lot mm-hmm. of expletives in Draconic <laughs> that are louder than they should be. Yes. Um, so you all travel down, and you do occasionally see um, bones. Like, you're traveling down the neck of this dragon. Um, and you see other caverns and things. Um, now the question becomes, what are you going to find? And how, what, how are you going to find it? Can we ask the mana stone for help, maybe? With what? Uh, what are we supposed to be searching for in the graveyard? We're, we're trying to find Rovarth's patron. And uh, didn't Rovarth, didn't your dream show a, a dragon falling asleep on top of a mountain? Do you think this could be it? Thank you for reminding me. Let me check my dream notes. Uh, flying mountains land on mountaintop so the so the dragon lands on mountaintop uh i see my notes say lay down and close eyes but that's the only thing of significance i'm so done that's um it's not in your notes but you did have a dream of being underground and seeing a circular glittering door like a gemstone door oh okay so that was one of the ones I had uh, further up. That, that was actually a dream from quite some time ago. That's that's why I didn't remember it, because my notes for that are not as good. All right. Uh, I will explain that we are looking for a gemstone doorway. All right. And then I presume we will begin searching for a gemstone doorway. I mean, now the question is, which branch do we follow down first? Uh-huh. Always go left. We'll go left. All right. Uh, Robarth, make a charisma check for me. And this is also at disadvantage, isn't it? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Charisma check would be uh, 12 plus 4, 16. Um, you go to turn left and just kind of feel like you should be going to the right. Then we will go to the right. You guys pass through um, a crack in between some of the ribs of this dragon and find yourselves in what looks like could be another skull. Hmm. And as you move through these, these caverns are very natural, uh, very naturally formed, but it, as you're looking at these random bones along the walls or occasionally seeing them in the stone, it looks like these dragons literally just laid down and died on top of each other. It will cause stuff, something to do that. Uh, a wizard? You can make history checks or arcana. Um, or religion. I will make an arcana check. Um, right. I will make an arcana check too. Alright. Uh, Rovarth, what did you get? <laughs> Exhaustion sucks. Fifteen. And Flint? 18. 18. And Margo, were you rolling anything? Yeah, I went ahead and rolled history just as a thing she might have heard it, like maybe in passing or something. So, okay. what do you get? Uh, 12. 12. All right. Um, Margo, you, you've heard about uh, animals just laying down and dying. You know, they got old, they can't go on anymore. Mm hmm. Um, Rovarth and Flint, both of you, if this is a dragon graveyard, then what it is is that this is where the dragons come to die. Hmm. And if they've been doing this for millions of years, it's very possible that the mountain you're on is mostly dragon bones. That's really cool and really creepy at the same time. And uh, with that bit of information, this episode is over. Damn, leaving us there right at the macabre note. Mm-hmm. You guys got some pluggables? Yeah, um, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all are elvenly underscore E. Um, I usually do not get that macabre, but uh, uh, at least when we're recording now, it is uh, September, so it's almost spooky season, so who knows? So go forth, have fun. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. It's called Aerosil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L, space, P-R-I-M-E. It's cool. It's got RPGs and video games. Check it out. Um, Ashley, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I don't 
I'm not on there a whole lot, but occasionally when I am on, I'll post about uh, role-playing games, uh, pets, and cosplay. Uh, you can find our sound engineer for this episode, Jay Booth, online at the Ludiverse podcast, the Asundered World podcast, which is another D&D actual play podcast. I'm Eli, and I don't think that a discussion of a graveyard is really all that macabre, personally. But, uh, bye! Thank you for listening to this part of our Tale Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.